want it to get too heavy and feel really overloaded. Play a game. No, I wanna talk about jerseys. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh probably the first one. That one's pretty funny. It's a good choice. Uh three is pretty good. Three has the best psych gag where uh Anthony Anderson cocks a shovel like a shotgun and a bullet shell comes out. It's pretty good when I tell you. Um I think any movie in which a man kisses another man <laughs> is a scary movie. <laughs> I think yeah, I think you're right. A uh, voice on the phone talking to me. Um yeah. You know, that's almost that's too messy. I can't sleep after night. That's 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 oh boy, I tell you, that's pretty scary stuff. Um you know, I peed my pants when I, was, I saw uh, calling by your name. Talking to the mayor of Hockey Town the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, his name's Pete, and he was telling me that you know he, he tried taking the wife to go see. Uh, uh, call me by your name. You know, I thought it'd be a cool name. We're just two two cool guys. You know, just call each other by each other's names. And then you know, you know, she was so scared that mm-hmm. Pete had to drag her kicking and screaming out of the movie when the fellas started to kiss. Yeah. You know, he said she was so scared she didn't want to leave. And, uh, you know, he was, you know, he's a tough man, but even he was pretty, uh, start shaking in his boots when, uh, Timothy Chalamet drank the cum out of that peach or whatever it was that happened in that scene. Oh yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. yeah listen, if I walk into a kitchen, I catch wind of a peach even remotely in the vicinity. I scream and I have to go home. Yeah. Cause I've peed my pants. Anyway. We got uh, ninety some sort of hockey game from ninety seven going on. They are uh, slinging the puck back and forth as you as as you do in the sport of in ring ho- in indoor hockey ice hockey. Um, you know the Red Wings seem like one of those teams that everyone sort of likes a little bit. Yeah, don't you Except think? For you, I feel like there's been a lot of famous players on the Red Wings. You know, um, Gordy Howe, Steve Iserman, Emilio Estevez. Um, yes, Emilio. You ever see that movie? No. Night at the Roxbury. Oh no, I've never seen Night at the, Night at the Roxbury. Oh, let me describe the scene for you. Will Ferrell is explaining to some people in line at a club that he met Emilio Estevez once. And he just he explains that he he just sees Emilio Estevez and and I'm like Emilio, but that's the end of the story. He just kept yelling Emilio. That's very touching stuff. Um, I watched a movie. Uh, speaking of sports and movies, I watched a sports movie the other day. Uh, and speaking of Emilio, in fact, so this is a perfect segue to talk about Major League. Baseball okay. movie. Yeah, Charlie. Yeah. You ever see that? Um, uh, I've seen the second one. <coughs> but uh But not the first one. I don't think so, no. What happens in the second one? Oh baseball shit. I think Charlie <laughs> Sheen's trying to get traded or something. Oh, is he? Because I mean the premise of the first one is the the owner of the Cleveland Indians dies and his wife takes over the team. And she decides that she wants to live in Florida and sell the team to Miami. So she tries to make the team the worst possible team. And they end up, in spite of that, uh, winning the World Series or something. She wants to make them so bad that they can be sold to another city, I guess. Hmm. Charlie Sheen's got this this haircut that is so... I don't know what his hair looks like in the second one. I don't remember. But on the sides, on the back, it's like a zigzag pattern yeah. shaved into it. Horrible. Gross! I'm vomiting right now in my mouth. It got worse. Every, yeah, I threw up every time it, I saw it. Yeah, uh, you, you think the, the you know they got the circles right next to the net in hockey. Yeah, Do you what ever are think those? they looked like kind of like messed up boobs? Oh, okay. I can guess like see someone that. really pinched the nipples on them. But what are those for anyway? I don't really. Know. I think they start in there at some point. I don't really know the rules of hockey that well. I don't know jack about hockey. 
But uh, I don't know jack about nothing, Mac. I hate the major leagues got that stupid cartoon baseball on the poster with the mohawk, which I realize I think is supposed to resemble Charlie Sheen in that movie. It's wearing glasses and it's got like an earring even I didn't notice before. Anyway, what an ugly poster. Yeah, I don't really like Charlie Sheen movies. That's in a trifecta of movie posters for me that I just hate. Like Hot ma- shots. They make me upset when I see it. Hot sh- what's the poster for that? It's like him shooting an arrow. He looks like a glazed turkey. Oh, okay. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Not that one. That <laughs> one's fine. Major League Cartoon Baseball. Necessary Roughness. Ugly Cartoon Football. Have you seen that one? It's like an ugly cartoon football with, like, horns. No, I, I think I've heard of it. It's so ugly. And then the worst one is uh, One Crazy Summer. And there's, like, I think it's John Cusack and whoever the lady is in the movie. In the foreground and the background is, like, some big freaky cartoon sun that looks like one of the California Raisins. And it's wearing sunglasses and just, like, staring down at them angrily. Delicious. Probably the same uh, same person made all three of those posters, if I were to guess. Yeah, <laughs> Joseph Mengele, you're saying? Mm-hmm. So, uh, earlier this morning, I found a, uh, a page on the internet Woke dedicated up this to... this morning, found a page on the internet. Now, what do you know about the rockabilly subculture? I mean, I know that I'm a... Uh, one of the tent poles of the culture. Okay. Well, then uh, you would just search. Am I on there? The, the page? No. This page is called Cats Like Us. Okay. It's got some sort of cat girl mascot. Nice. Deal. Uh, rockabilly quotes and retro phrases of the 1950s. So we're going to go through some of these. And uh, Rock- Rockabilly is still around, too. How much you know. And I'm going to you know ad-lib a little bit here. Okay. So here we go. Are you writing a book? You're asking too many questions. That's one phrase. Baby. That means <laughs> cute girl term of address of either sex. So, you know, anyone can be a cute girl. So this is, if I want to be rockabilly, I got to say shit like this. Mm-hmm. Backseat bingo. Now, this refers to necking in a car. Okay. I was wondering about that one. Bad news. This means depressing person. So people with uh, mental illness, bad news. Oh, right. You you call a person like, oh, he is bad news. Yeah, so this guy's got borderline personality disorder. He's bad news. Okay. Uh, what we got here? Bash. That's a great party. Okay. Betty, a person of the female persuasion. Wait, so like... Um you know, I was... If someone talks about gay bashing, it's like a party. It's a great party. That's what it means. Okay. You know, you br- you bring the Betty to it. Mm-hmm. You, or maybe meet some Bettys if you're of the single persuasion. I tell you. What else we got here? Uh, Blast. That party was a real blast. A good time, i.e., as it were. Mm-hmm. Boss, that means great. Bug, you bug me to bother someone. Burn rubber to accelerate hard and fast. That's for hot rodders type kind of rockabilly fellas uh we got cat the hip person cherry originally an unaltered car later anything attractive mm-hmm. classy chassis this means you've got a great body okay cloud nine means you're really happy clyde is a term of address usually for a normal person or a normie as it were <laughs> cook cooking doing it well cool well, we all know cool. Cool it to relax. Cream. Originally to dent a car. Later to badly damage a car. Okay. Cruising for a bruising. We know that one. Daddy-o. Term of address. <laughs> oh, wait. That's that's like a demeaning. Or like you're... <clears throat> you know, you're like bringing someone down. Taking someone down a notch if you call them daddy-o, right? You can can be like if you want to make your teacher look like a dummy you call them daddy-o that's how i've heard it used anyway i, I don't well hey well, we're gonna learn more here sorry you know i yeah i'm a, i'm the rockabilly student right now this one's one of my favorites i'm gonna skip down a little bit a scream is to go fast and a screamer 
That's a hot rod. See, <laughs> I had this Betty earlier, you know, the other night. You know, we were sitting in my cherry screamer. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was, we were playing some. Uh, we were playing some. Uh, backseat, backseat bingo. bingo. Mm-hmm. And you know, I had it made in the shade. You know, but, this Betty was really stacked. Hold on, you're you're throwing some new phrases in here that I'm not familiar with. Made in the shade, stacked. Yes. I feel like my head's gonna. Oh, oh, oh hold on. Crack Dad. open. Made in the shade, success guaranteed. Okay. You know, I was working on backseat bingo, but I was, uh, you know, I was hauling ass to something else. Mm-hmm. You know, all the cool daddios at home will, <laughs> will understand what I'm talking about. Well, do you need to say cool daddio? Isn't daddy does daddio imply that someone is cool already? Um. No, shut up. Like, <laughs> my car is a cherry daddio. Is it? That sound right? Sorry, I'm I'm reading some more. What's buzzing cousin? That means what's new. What? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Do they, is do they ever call things money? They call no. They call money bread. Or but I mean, do they say like, oh, that's so money? That doesn't. Um. Maybe that's a '90s swing revival phrase. Yeah, that's that's the the bomb. <laughs> Shmoney. Off the line, start of a drag race. Party pooper, no fun at all. This guy's bad news. Mm. I wouldn't let him in the cherry screamer. <laughs> <laughs> cherry screamer. <laughs> I'm telling you, this Betty had a had a classy chest. <laughs> this Betty was a real daddy o. <laughs> <laughs> this Betty was stacked in the fucking cherry screamer. I had seven Bettys stacked in the <laughs> <laughs> the dead jeep of a serial of a rockabilly serial killer. <laughs> the heat's getting close to the. They then I gotta catch me when I start ha- the whole ass in the cherry screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so if you want to impress someone, show them how hip of a cat you are. Just talk about you know their goof, and you're gonna go ape in the cherry screen. <laughs> <laughs> go ape. <laughs> the cherry screamer <laughs> with the classy chest. <laughs> you down at the swim hole. <laughs> you down at the swim hole, greasing up your, your classy chests with your fellow greases, and you got the fucking big pants and the you know cuffed at the bottom with the uh, with the creeper shoes, and you got your pompadour freshly greased. Yeah. Okay. Picture this. So you know, like a Jehovah's Witness, how you get the two guys go door to door. Yeah. Suits and ties, carrying the Bible or whatever the fuck. What about uh, like the the greaser subculture is trying to um, attract new recruits? So they go to door to door with so, their, those big goofy microphones. Yeah, there's two sl- two and dudes like, with pompadours. Like, maybe one. Maybe there's a third one. Like drive. Like kind of, you know. Going real slow down the street, like yeah, so, with them. Yeah, crooning at them like, <laughs> <laughs> and then they're going door to door with a copy of the Outsiders, being yeah. like, "Hey, Daddy O, you heard the cool word? Yeah. Hey, hey, we, we oh, you giving me the cold shoulder? Who you think you are, James Dean? <laughs> uh, look how stupid they get. Ah, whatever. I'm, no one can see how stupid this guy in the front row looks. Um, I like when people th- try to throw stuff at the hockey game, but it just splatters on the, the protective wall. Yeah. Check this out. Peep this real quick, Daddy-O. We'll come back to this game later. Okay. Oh, I got something in my pocket. I wrote down some stuff when I was at work today. For us to talk about, I think I was trying to. What the fuck? Bunch of bullshit in here. Okay, there we go. 
<laughs> Have I shown you this before? I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me. Ew. So this is a normal wrestling match in which dozens of folding chairs are being thrown into the ring. For what reason? I don't know. This is crazy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like this in wrestling. Wait, this part's funny. <laughs> Stop the chairs. Did they get out of the ring, or are they buried under the chairs? There are people, I think, buried under the chairs, but the other two guys got out. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, there we go. They're getting up. That had to suck. Someone, like, throws their damn baby. It's like, oh, we're throwing stuff? Okay. Little Mikey, here you go. Hardcore heaven. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, they're mad now. Yeah, that was uh, ECW when they were called Eastern Championship Wrestling. Now just called Extreme... Well, they've later changed their name to Extreme Championship Wrestling. Hey, so I was thinking about, like, what if we lived in a world where we were inventing machines and snack and items... Cool daddy-o's came up and ordered us, right? Or, yeah, exactly. Um, How would that change things? I was just trying to think of ways for to make the workplace more fun when I was at work today. Yeah. Stuff like that. <clears throat> you know, actually, that would probably suck. That um, would suck. You know, everyone would probably have to own a, a different price assigned to them. Vending machines would have to be enormous, too. Yeah. John Ham's cock-sized. John Ham is, uh... Does John Ham... Does he just do commercials now? No, this is for Fletch. Fletch? Yeah, they're making a new Fletch, but John Ham is Fletch instead of Chevy Chase. Is that a comedy? I think, this looks pretty serious. Uh, no, Fletch is like a spy comedy or like a cop comedy or something. Yeah, I know. I've seen it. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it. Is it good? Um, yeah, I haven't seen it since like I was 14. Yeah. But I liked it then. Um, Back when, you know. Your brain was ninety percent Caddyshack still. Uh, it's only like fifty yeah. percent now. Uh, I suppose if you're of that persuasion, if you're a uh, a Betty of that persuasion. Mm. That's true, but uh, I assume it's like uh, front bottoms. Where <laughs> explain the the Caddyshack to Front Bottoms uh, pipeline to me? You know, every fella, you know, back in my day, you know, you'd go down to the uh, the soda jerk, and your best buddies there listening to Front Bottoms. <clears throat> now you know you can tell shit from Shinola Jack. You know what time of day it is, and you know the Front Bottoms are no good. But you know you you goddamn love that Betty. Mm. So now you like the front bottoms. Or you love her, but you, you know, in that old-fashioned, you know, back in the 50s, you know, when front bottoms were playing, um, you yeah. know, you, you go down to the, you know, you go down to the, you go down, to, I tell you, you come back Sunday, you go down to the candy shop and your big cherry screamer, and, you know, you're hoping, you're sitting at the gas pump, you're hoping to at least get some backseat bingo going at the gas pump. And uh, you're putting on front bottoms. That song, I said sayonara, that's French for goodbye. You probably don't even know what that means. And you're saying, <laughs> I got it made in the shade, Jack. And that's kind of like with Caddyshack. 
I feel like this podcast gets more and more incoherent every episode. Maybe that's giving us too much credit. You come back Sunday. Oof. All right. Here's some other ideas for making the workplace fun. Want to work with this for a little bit? Yeah. See about, uh, uh, you know, I don't know what I meant, but this sounded good at the time, but put animals in K-Cup. Like that sounds a, like animal abuse, Dan. Put a bunch of bugs in like a K cup and see what happens. Oh, that does sound cool. Yeah, man. I tell you. Get some bug juice. Yeah, put a big old beetle in there. Yeah. Yeah, like you know, a, big a, juicy earth. At worm. summer camp, they're like time to make the bug juice. Yeah, do it. It's for just real. a bunch of like random some, shit. But you know, you put some uh, a guava in there too, some cane sugar. Yeah. Maybe uh, some acai. Yeah. You know. And you know you you can really grind it out. Maybe a little bit of a little bit of uh, some coffee grounds in there. Mm-hmm. And you got you got gumbo. You got a gumbo ready for <laughs> yeah, Sunday. Okay. I almost bought some gumbo at the grocery store. You know how you get like the the boxed rice and stuff. Yeah. They have one that was gumbo, and I'm like, what the why why the fuck not? Jesus Christ! Sorry, wrestling is silly. Yeah, it's everything with the bells on. All right, so yeah, let me fuck around with the K-Cups a little bit. Here's uh, empty the fire extinguisher, refill it with hairspray. Whipped cream. Whipped <laughs> cream, even better. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. That's a funny gag. You know, you, you spray it at somebody. You spray it at your boss, you know, kind of like how at the end of sporting event, a big sporting season, you know, they dump the Gatorade on the on the coach. But what if you don't have a coach? That Then you got the boss. Then you spray whipped cream all over his head. He thinks, oh, where's the fire? There's a fire. Oh, wait yep. a minute. Everyone takes turns licking the whipped cream off his head. Yeah. This is good. I mean, really, like, what? I mean, there's got to be a business in which. This is one stack, Betty. <laughs> in which, like, if whipped cream were in the fire extinguishers, like, it would get emptied. He's talking about how he shit his pants. That's CM Punk? That's CM Punk. He should be in a scary movie. He should be David Arquette in Scary Movie Jack, I tell you. Yeah. Does yeah, David the, Arquette's a former professional wrestler. What? Does he have the Pepsi logo on his arm? He does. For some fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> and he has the Cobra from G.I. Joe logo tattooed on him. What about uh, human furniture? You think that would spice up the workplace? Yeah, but only if... You know, those are union furn- Those are union loveseat guys. You know, they got to get overtime. And uh, uh, at least seven cherry screamers. Mm-hmm. Last one, Club Kino, yeah. but at, but at work, <coughs> gambling. Gambling at work. at work, I like that. Yeah, maybe start open up a sports book. But it's kind of uh, incorporated flawlessly into the workday. Yeah, I mean, you know, some places do like betting squares for. Sports games and stuff, but really, that's like an outside of work activity. We want to have as much like on the clock gambling as possible. Maybe like you can gamble your hours salary. Payday loans. Put a big bet on the on the New England Patriots. Pretty much everybody in the workforce is, becomes addicted to gambling as a result. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've been watching that show Severance. See, and what I don't like about this, he's hot dogging. You know, he's he's putting the, the the bad mouth on people in between knocking people out. Yeah. You know, he's talking blah 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 blah. You know, he doesn't. He's not ready for strategy. Someone's gonna come through that ring. He looks kind of like Chris Maloney. You know, like uh, Elliot, fam- famously from. What, what had American Summer? No, what? What's Law and Order? Ew, his tongue's bleeding. Is it? I thought he had a tongue piercing in there. Yeah, but it was bleeding. This guy sucks. Who's that? The great Kali? He blows. He's the worst wrestler of all time. He's seven feet tall and boring as shit to watch. Who's that little little guy jumping around next to him? Uh, It's his, like, manager. Oh, okay. Like, mouthpiece, because he... Doesn't talk? No. 
I think this might be the match where he steps. He does. This is how he gets in and out of the ring. Is stepping over the top rope and he knocks someone out of the ring, and then does that ent entrance out. And the stipulation is if you go over the top rope and both feet hit the ground, you're eliminated. Mm. So he eliminates himself and then goes back in the ring. Yeah. You know, I think maybe uh, this is distracting you, David, more than it's distracting me. No, because this is 2010 Royal Rumble. I'm not into wrestling past. Yeah, but you just keep talking about it. Well, okay. Well, look, I'll turn away back. We're talking about how to make the workplace fun. I mean, I guess re the wrestling ring is a workplace for some people. Yeah, and this could make you could do something like this. It's their nine to five. <laughs> you can do this to your boss. Yeah. With both your hands, your grab huge their head hands on their, on their head and crush. Try to crush them like a grape. Yep. <laughs> try to crush them like some bad fruit that you know is. You know, a couple weeks off of its expiration date. Yeah, I've been watching this show Severance. Yeah. Uh, and it's got me thinking about how to spice up the workplace. How to make it a little... Oh, he, is he about to beat up a woman? Does this happen usually? Like, man versus woman in the wrestling ring? Nah, this is a rare incident. Rare, uh, rare occurrence. Because it doesn't seem fair to... Yeah. He's gonna he's giving her a raspberry. <laughs> yeah. Enough, David. We can't we can't keep watching this. You're gonna keep talking about it. No, I won't watch. Doesn't make good podcasting. You know what? Why not just turn it off then? Because you were like, I'm not gonna watch it. And then one minute later, you're like, Oh you yeah, just eliminated the great Kali. You're like, Oh, she's he's doing a raspberry on her stomach. <laughs> 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 And then you're like, nope, I'm not watching it. And now you've just paused it. You haven't even closed it out. Well, I, well I'm not going to get distracted by this freeze you're, frame. You're like, I'm going to wait until Dan stops looking, and then I'm going to turn it back on so I can watch it some more. <laughs> no, that's not happening. You think I'm some sort of square daddyo? You're a Clyde, for I'm, sure. I'm cool. I'm a Clyde. I'm a cool Clyde. <laughs> no, Clydes are lame. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Whatever. I'm taking the taking the phrase back. Uh, you watch any movies recently? Uh, yeah, what did I watch? You know, I, I rewatched The Bling Ring. Yeah. That's not a bad movie. You know what that's about? No. Oh. Well, it's a, it's adapted from, like, it's a Sofia Coppola movie, for one. So, you know it's going to have cool music. Oh, and Betty directing it, huh? Probably, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, her dad, her, you know, she's got a real daddy-o for a father. <laughs> I'll say that. Real cool cat. <clears throat> now, Bling Ring is it's about it's based on a true story about a bunch of like teenagers who just started breaking into celebrities' homes in the Beverly, like in the hills, yeah, in Los Angeles. Um, one of which was Paris Hilton, who they they broke into her house like eight times because she just like didn't have security. She just kept her key under her like floor mat, mm -hmm. doormat, whatever. And so they just got broken there. They they stole stuff, but also they just kind of hung out. They would just, like, look up online, like, okay, where's her house? Boom, there's the address. Uh, first result. And then be like, all right, well, is she going to be out of town this weekend? All right, cool, let's go hang at Paris's. So they did that there. They hung out at Orlando Bloom's house. They hung out at uh, Rachel Bilson's house. All houses I'd love to hang out at. Actually, Pierce Hilton's was kind of ugly, but there's a funny scene where uh, the it's like one gay guy and then like five women, one one Clyde and five Bettys. <laughs> one Clyde. <laughs> uh, and uh, Emma Watson is one of the Bettys. But uh, anyway, there's a funny scene where he steals all of Orlando Bloom's watches. And he brings them to a guy who, like, is willing to buy them. But uh, he doesn't know what he's doing. So it's, like, five authentic Rolex watches. And the guy's like, I don't know, man. They're stolen. <clears throat> Give you, like, 5000 for all of them. And it's like, I don't know how steal. much. Yeah, steal. <laughs> and the kid's like, yeah, all right, that sounds good. Whatever. Oh, and then he gets caught and goes to jail. Wow. What a. What a goof. I know. Not a real smooth Mac. Mm-mm. He gets thrown in the slammer. What? What? 
What's what? it? What's it called when a rockabilly guy goes to jail? What do they call jail? I wonder. The big house, probably. The coop. Let's see if the there's big any. House? Uh, yeah, maybe this is non-copyrighted. What is it? The best music of all time. Oh, David's now pulled up. Uh, he's watching wrestling on his phone. Thinks I won't notice. It's not wrestling. It's audio only. What are we supposed? To, where, are we, where are we? What are we looking for here? The best music of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Back when music was good, you know. Back when you could take your Betty to the big music hall. Yep. And uh, you know. Down to the sock hop. Guys were singing on those microphones that came down from the ceiling. Yep. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should turn this off, though. I think it probably is a copyright claimed. Okay. As much as I would love to listen to <laughs> Keep listening to that incredible music. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just make swing, swing revival noises for a little while. Yeah. There's no music better than they make trumpets it. sound like that, yeah. <laughs> that should be the music in for every sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> like imagine uh you the sex scene from uh, Inherent Vice, the really like weird one. Mm. No. Oh. Uh okay, well okay, let's think of another so, remember the sex scene from uh History of Violence? Y- yeah. <laughs> That set to like boom 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 She hits her head on the staircase and <laughs> the horns come in. Uh if you haven't seen Inherent Vice, Vigo Mortensen lays pipe on a staircase. Yeah, that happens in Inherent Vice. Uh I mean history of violence. He does it in both. It's the same exact scene replays in both <laughs> movies, which is kinda crazy. BTA just clipped the scene from uh, History of Violence and yeah. put it in that movie. History of Violence is pretty cool. It, it doesn't is. feel quite like another Cronenberg movie. Or it's not... It feels like sort of tied in to the rest of his work, but mm. also kind of different. Like different type of story completely. Yeah. It's got that weird Canadian energy to it's, it, you know? It's boss. Yeah. <sighs> Thinking I'm bossing. Uh, yeah. You know, those uh, swing revival bands had the coolest names. Zoot Suit Riot. Cherry Pop and Daddy. Yep, Zoot Suit Riot, <laughs> my favorite swing revival band. That is a swing revival band, right? Uh, oh, it's a song. I mean, it, oh, it, yeah. It's, it's a song by Cherry Pop and Daddy. Oh, sorry. I remember. Do you remember middle school playing uh, a Cherry Pop and Daddy song? No. If so, I probably was really bad. Yeah, it was Zootsie, right? Yeah. I yeah, our middle school band teacher um, wanted us to play that song. <laughs> I don't think we actually played it in a concert or anything, but That's such a funny like. <laughs> she brought it out and she was like, "All right, we're gonna try out a Zootsie Riot by," and she like raised her eyebrows like Cherry Pop and Daddies, <laughs> and I was like. So naive, I didn't even know what that... Like, that was a sexual <laughs> innuendo. Uh, a very incestual-sounding name, too. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like... Only Daddy gets I'm the like, what? That sounds like one of the coolest band names of all time. <laughs> sounds like what John Travolta, you know, was trying to do to his... Uh, 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 well, Nick Cage, as John Travolta, was trying to do to uh, his daughter. If you remember that scene, when he's like, Papa's got a brand new bag. Yeah. He's smoking cigarettes with John Travolta's daughter, but he's Nick Cage, and he looks like John Travolta. And this, what movie is this? This, this is, is Face Off. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, what are you talking about? That is exactly I, what happens in Face Off. Are you, uh, You're mixing it up with Inherent Vice. No, I know, I know my movies. The scene where Joaquin Phoenix, seen, John Travolta, and Nicolas Cage all do like a, a triangle of face switches. And switches listen, and, uh, I've seen a lot of movies. And um, I've seen at least seven. Yeah, I've seen. I've cover. only the only movies I've seen actually are Inherent Vice and History of Violence. Let me tell you, I like to read some YouTube comments. Okay, 
I thought we were talking about. Yeah, we are talking about something else. Cherry popping daddies. But like when I heard that name, I was like, well, "These guys are the real deal." <laughs> For some reason, I'm like, "That's like the kind of band like you, you if you call your band <laughs> that, it's like you got authority. You have you have some like cool hold, guy. Yeah, you hold some weight in the uh, music world." Yeah. You know, simple names for your act like uh, Randy Newman or uh, Tom Petty, that's just not going to cut it. Mm-mm. You got to have a name like like Cherry Poppin' Daddies or Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Yep. Something with daddy in the name. Yeah, daddy's important. We love the daddies. Yeah. The Beatles, maybe if they were the daddies, they would have been more Maybe if popular. they were the daddy Beatles. Yep. They would be, or the daddies, the rolling daddies, the rolling daddy stones. Yep. Would be, or uh, daddy Sabbath. Mm-hmm. The daddy underground. Iggy Pop and the daddies. What about that? Judas daddy. Yeah. These are all improvements. Iron daddy. Mm-hmm. Cannibal Daddy. Yeah. Um. White Zaddy. <laughs> yeah. Um. Daddy Kiss 65. Instead of Minor Threat, you got Daddy Threat. Yep. Minor Daddy. <laughs> uh, the Dead Kennedys? Why not the Dead Daddies? Mm-hmm. Why not? What, what about that? What about Grand Funk Daddy? Yep. What about uh, Blue Oyster Daddy? There's got to be a, you know, like a SoundCloud rapper out there called named Daddy, but like the A is a four. There's probably uh, like an M dash in there somewhere. Maybe an like umlaut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's an umlaut over the four somehow. Used to be. Every band name had a new mount. That's got to be... There, yeah, there, there's got to be some crossover of the swing revival, SoundCloud rap genre. And if there isn't, I think that's... We should strike while the iron is hot. I mean, I feel weird even giving that idea away publicly. Who framed Roger Daddy? Who framed Roger's Daddy? Right. I mean that that movie's got a you know there's like the baby in the movie yeah who, who, the baby sounds like a daddy but it looks like a baby <laughs> it's kind of confusing yeah I, like I'm able to follow the movie until that part comes up I'm like wait hold the phone Jack what's this I've never and finished I'm the, completely lost you know? I've never finished the movie because I give up it's at a that head point. scratcher yeah it's it's real. the baby daddy thing shows yeah, up yeah he, he's a baby but he's smoking a cigar like a like a chief, you know, like a Mac. Yeah. And it's like, is this a baby or some sort of little daddy, you know? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then there's a, uh, you know, I kind of zone in because it's the weasel gang, right? Yeah. And then there's the one weasel who's got like a zoot suit on. And, you know, this is a real daddy. This is a daddy-o. Yeah, right. So like, but they're is fucking, he friends with the baby? They're, they're a fucking animal though. So I'm like... Can animals be daddy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I struggle with that. And like my instinct tell because they're all wearing like hats and suits and shit, I'm like this was the coolest fashion like period for fashion. Mm-hmm. Except for that one that's got the it's like a, it's like a like a ski cap. It kind of looks like, you know, pardon my French. You know, I don't mean no offense to nobody, but kind of like one of those uh, yarmulkes. Yeah. But it's bigger. It covers the whole head. Right. Uh, and it's got a propeller on it. That's just goofy. I think the rockabilly movement's uh, firmly... I don't mean nothing by it. But Anti-Semitic, it's... unfortunately. Which one? The rockabilly movement? I don't think you can be Jewish and rockabilly. Well, that's just, you know... No, th- it's not my rule. No. See, that's the thing. Me me and the guys, me and the fellas, uh, you know, I'm part of a rockabilly doo-wop group with some... Uh, you know, some of our uh, Hebrewic brothers. Yeah. And uh, that's what I was saying. Like, you know, why can't my guys here also be cool daddios like you? Yeah. Just because they got the, the tips cut off, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I got something to tell you. You probably do, too. Yeah. 
Yeah, you get. That's why. That's how we're you, all cut. Are they? Yeah. If you go up to someone, you ask, "Hey, let's see what's under the hood." It's kind of like talking those, about the car. It's kind of like that sect of the Jewish church. They walk up, ask, "Are you, excuse me, are you Jewish?" Mm-hmm. What if they come up and they ask, "Excuse me, are you circumcised?" Yeah. And then they go from there. No, then it's no. wider topic. Listen, there's like you gotta speak in code though because you're rockabilly. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm saying you ask what's under the hood. <laughs> and they say, I don't I don't got no hood. It's like, all right, you're in. Okay, we can talk. Or maybe you're not in. I'm jury's still out on this. I'm getting confused. The baby the uh, my brain is stuck on the baby daddy daddy thing. Mm-hmm. I'm I we need to talk about something else or else my I'm gonna my brain's gonna start melting out my ears. Yeah, let's talk about a more uh, real movie to cats like us could understand. Grease. Yeah, sick movie. Eddie Deason, hilarious. Is Eddie Deason in that? Yeah. Who does he play? Uh, Coolest daddy-o in town? Yeah, he's, he's the main guy. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's, he's Johnny Zuko. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, is it, Don, is it Danny Zuko? Yeah. Okay. Daddy Zuko. Daddy, <laughs> daddy, did. Uh, you know, why wasn't Daddy Yankee in Greece? I don't know, man. He should have been. But yeah, uh, I also watched Elvis. Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard that's coming to streaming. Was it worth, uh, you saw it in theaters? Oh, no. I, um, Basil Ehrman gave me his personal copy. He sh- shared the file with me, so I watched it that way. Well, how was it? It's okay. It honestly wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Okay. Anything worth cranking your dummy to? It's a new phrase I just heard. All right, you're going to have to... S- Let's hear that again. <laughs> Is it anything to crank your dummy to? Okay, what's that? you got to break that down. Uh, that me. means beating off. Oh, okay. It's uh, what Andrew Dice Clay refers to as a real daddy, uh, Andrew Dice Clay. No, well, it's, it's Boz Lerman, who's like, you know, the gayest straight man alive. So really, no, 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 no hot, no real hot leads. And Dan doesn't mean anything by that. That's also part of rockabilly code. That means the coolest guy. Yeah, he's the coolest straight man. Uh, yeah, exactly. Playing cover for you. Okay. Uh, that being said, Austin Butler, the guy who plays Elvis, looking good. Also, very, uh, I don't know. How is uh, Tom Hanks? Very sweaty. Uh, you know, what What hasn't already been said about Tom Hanks is just really weird performance as his Austrian manager, who sometimes slips into a southern accent for no reason. Hmm. Who got, like, the, the fucking, uh makeup team from Norbit to do his costume or whatever. Now, Norbit. Slept on classic. You ever seen it? <laughs> I've never seen it, no. I've seen it. Okay. I saw it in theaters. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, you know, opening day. And on the way home, your dad was like, just tell your mom <laughs> it was good. <laughs> yeah. No, it was on Valentine's Day, too. Oh, okay. You know. My dad actually didn't take me to the movies. It was a uh, 37-year-old woman, you know, oh, took okay. me to see that. So that movie came out, like, when did that movie come out? 2000 and... I want to say, like, five. Hey, Siri? It's definitely a Bush-era movie. It was George Bush's favorite movie. When did Norbit come out? Okay, 2007. I was 12. Yeah, okay, yeah, perfect Valentine's Day weekend movie. Yeah, now this 37-year-old woman, real Betty, real stacked Betty, takes me to the picture. You know, I'm trying to get some Betty. She's trying to get some backseat bingo going for me. And I'm like, wait, I never miss a, a single line of dialogue in an Eddie Murphy comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, it's a double feature. The other movie playing was uh, Sophie's Choice. That was the double feature. Mm. So now I'm like, okay, let's do some, uh, I got it made in the shade. Let's do some backseat bingo. 
Well, what happened? Oh, turns out she's my babysitter. She took me home. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, and I was crying, and my stogie was falling out. I was also the baby <laughs> from Roger Rabbit at the time. <laughs> oh, no, you're fucking with my head again. But yeah, Elvis, uh, Excuse me. not real Barker. great, but not real bad. Just, you know, pretty much like any Baz Luhrmann movie. I haven't seen a single one. You haven't seen Moulin Rouge? No. Or Strictly Ballroom? No. Oh, wait, you know what? He did Romeo or and Romeo Plus Juliet. Juliet. I have seen that. Or Australia? That one's cold. That one's cold. But, uh... It's what? I'd say it's stone cold. Okay. Um, Is that good? I mean, if it's good enough for Steve Austin. Okay. I'd say it's pretty fucking it's good. It's his favorite movie. No, I mean, if, yeah, well, it is his favorite <laughs> movie, too. But that's not what I mean. Um, I like uh, Zach Orth in that movie. Who is he in that one? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen that also since I was 14. He's got a bald ass head in that movie. What's uh, What character is he? He's a silly one. He might be Tybalt? No. He's like the whoever's funny cousin, I think. Alright. Hey, Noodle. What's up? Noodle. Shake my hand. Noodle, what's buzzing, cousin? Noodle, nice to meet you. I'm Doodle. You're, you think you're getting a different chihuahua naming a doodle? Nope. Just one for me. Maybe I'll get one. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be boss. Noodle, you okay? It'd be clutch if you got another chihuahua. Like you've got a chihuahua as well. Yeah, Noodle, are you all right? You've been sleeping a lot today. He just doesn't know what to do. I think he's bored. Well, his tail's not wagging, so it's probably okay. He seems he's but he seems really alert. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe he senses there's another maybe there's another dog outside or something. Oh, it could be. Um Well don't worry about Noodle. You just chill. Okay, he's just sitting. Yeah, Noodle Katie's okay, got some stuff in here for you to chill out, uh <laughs> <laughs> Noodle, are you cool? Yeah, you roll with the nut noodle. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whip noodle. <laughs> All right. Oh. What's wrong, noodle? I think he wants to play with the duck. <sighs> anyway, I watched Deep Cover. Oh, how'd you like it? It's very good. Yeah. Cool. I liked it a lot, yeah. That's good. That was my, my uh, birthday gift to David. Yeah, you should check it out. Jeff Goldblum plays a real cool daddy-o in that movie. <laughs> He's uh, <laughs> trying to develop his own kind of cocaine. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's kind of a Heisenberg, like a Walter White situation. Yeah. Uh, he wears a duster at the end with his hair slicked all the way back. Nice. He's like a sex addict in the movie, but also like a married attorney. Yeah. What's wrong? Noodle doesn't seem... Noodle seems distressed. Maybe he needs a snack. Does he need to go outside? I took him outside earlier. Maybe I'll take him out again. Okay. Oh. He heard the bag. He heard the bag and now he's he's stoked. Give me an N. Give me an O. Give me an O. Give me a D. Give me an L. What's that spell? I don't know. I can't read. Um, oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't want to call attention to that. That's uh, all right. You didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, and I can't even do pop-up books. You know, I know they say audiobooks are the alternative. I think pop-up books are really the alternative <laughs> for people who are illiterate. But uh, those are too scary because, you know, those things are coming out. One time I was reading one, and I was also cleaning my gun, you know, multitasking. 
I tell you, something popped up at me, and I shot it right off the fucking page. Mm, my God. Yeah. Where'd you Where'd you shoot it with? Um, a Luger. <laughs> so, um, this is an idea I was thinking about. Wait, uh, was, man. Hold on, sorry. Just one more question about Deep Cover. Was the song good? Yeah. It's a good song. Actually, I was listening to the song the next day. Oh, really? And uh, I was reading the YouTube comments. I found this one. One of my favorite YouTube comments. I have a folder of my favorite YouTube comments. You have, Oh, really? Yes, it's only two comments. Oh, okay. I was 14 years old and my brother just came home from the Navy. He took me and my two cousins to see Deep Cover at the theater. I was so glad to have my big bro back. We did some of everything that day. <coughs> Shopping, hit the malls, and arcade later we hung out at my uncle's crib, who had just gotten out of jail. It was a perfect day. In life, you can count on your hands how many perfect days you will have, and this movie was part of one for me. That's cool. It is cool. That's a nice comment. Yeah. Usually YouTube comments are not that, or a lot cornier than that. Now, this one was left on uh, the Phantom Thread main theme. You know the one? The piano theme? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, here's one from, uh, well, I won't say his name. One of the last movies my wife and I watched before she died last year was Phantom Thread. Ooh. We never said a word during the whole film. At the end, we looked at each other and just said, wow. <laughs> we had watched the same film with the same eyes and ears we shared for so many years. This theme cemented our love for this film and each other. Kathy, I miss you every day. I love you. <laughs> Noodle, oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, Noodle's freaking out. <laughs> Noodle, I don't have anything. I don't have anything, Noodle. Stop. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my, is he biting you? <laughs> he's like nibbling at me. I don't got anything. Now he's ravenous. Noodle, it's okay. You, you, give, you give him one begging strip and he just, he's all full so of So I got a, I'm going to segue into David Talks at Dan about sports. I got two topics for you, Chief. All right. Here's one. So the Kevin Durant trade I was talking about all those years ago, I mean all those months ago, weeks ago, whenever I was telling you last, told you about it. Yeah. Well... You know, after a month and a half of Kevin Durant threatening to leave the Nets, and the the threat being that the Celtics might trade Jalen Brown and a bunch of other guys for Kevin Durant. Hold on, are you saying he was trapped in a net and he's getting to leave now? Metaphorically speaking, yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> he decided to stay in the net. Wow. So the Celtics will run it back one more season and bring home that big golden bucket. That big sloppy golden bucket. They're gonna swing it over their head and say, "Look at this, look at this. I am a beautiful tear in the eye of God today." <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? <laughs> I just made it up. <laughs> really? I don't believe you. No, I did. I just you just came up with that <laughs> yeah. phrase. Yeah, that's some uh, poetic shit. Yeah, I can't even remember. What I just said it was so powerful. <laughs> Something about uh, touch poking God's eyeball. You should submit that to the New Yorker. Yeah. They published some real garbage, poetry-wise. Um, here's some more sports news. Is it time for the Pistons to get a new logo? Um, and I think aesthetically you can speak to this. Sure. You know what the logo is now. They've been running in the, the jerseys uh, too. They've been running the same jerseys for almost twenty years now. What is it like, Rapidash the Pokemon? No, well that'd be cool. That'd be an upgrade. But no, it's just the name on a basketball. Oh, okay. I thought it was the horse. <coughs> it the used to be horse. the horse. Okay. In the nineties, before that, it was once again just the name on a basketball. Yeah. And now, I gotta say, it seems like on more than any other sport. Basketball logos often default to just the name on a basketball. I feel like there should really only be one team allowed to do that. Maybe they were they're, maybe they're called the Balls. I don't know. Yeah, the Lakers. They got it. They got that going on. What the hell is a Laker? <clears throat> well, they used to be in Minneapolis, <coughs> land of a thousand lakes, whatever. So they called themselves the Lakers. But 
There's no fucking water in California. It's bone dry. Yeah. And that's not just L.A. That's all of California. And they got to, I mean, if California wants water, they got to steal it from somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So maybe if they were called the Steelers, because that's not a team. Right. That's just a ball. Here's another one. The Toronto Raptors used to have a beautiful logo. Yeah. The Raptor playing the ball. The Raptor playing basketball, yeah. Now it's just a basketball with a claw mark in it. Now, I got to say, not bad, but that old logo was fucking a worker, a piece of ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love little cartoon uh, animals doing shit. Yeah, the Pittsburgh Penguins logo. Yep. Pretty fucking cool. It's a penguin playing hockey, right? Yeah, and here's a real downgrade. The Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Now they're just the Anaheim Ducks. No swag on them. Yeah. That old Mighty Ducks logo fucking rocked. The hockey mask? Yeah. Yeah. I had a fucking rocking t-shirt as a kid. Did you? That nice. was, uh, yeah. You have it still? No. Feel like, have you tried on your like uh, clothes from when you were in elementary school ever? Yeah. How do they fit? Well, you know that Lakers jersey I wear sometimes? Oh, yeah, the one that's really, really, really small. Yeah, that was my first uh, ever jersey. That's pretty cool. I had that and an Allen Iverson Sixers jersey. All right. (coughs) Yeah. uh, One time I put on one of my preschool T-shirts. That was Ripped right through it. Pretty funny. Busted wide open. Uh, I mean, I fit into it still. Um, it was not comfortable, that's for sure. I tried on uh, I had a Chauncey Billups jersey as a kid after we won the championship. And I uh, found that at my house, my parents' house, and I tried that on. I just really don't like the neck. It fit okay. Yeah. But it's like one of those weird necks. It's like a V-neck, but like curved inwardly. Uh-huh. Yeah, I never know what to wear those with. Nothing, don't wear them. Oh, okay. I don't know, how can I incorporate that into my rockabilly style? Do think, rockabilly people like sports? I think if you want to be a rockabilly guy, you got to get a baseball jersey. Yeah, maybe they like racing. Yeah, they're into... They're into hot rods, of course. Maybe like drag racing. Let me try this move. Yeah, what's what are you doing? Sitting up straight. Excuse me. What's over? We're about an hour here. Did you anything else you wanted to re- talk about? Chit chat with? Nah, I think I shot the load here. Well, actually, I did have one thing I was thinking about. Yeah. It's a movie idea I have for a man. He's thirty-seven years old. Never had friends. Been in in isolation. You know, uh, you ever read uh, Death of Superman? Mm-mm. Well, in Death of Superman, there's this big guy. He's bad news. His name's Doomsday. Mm-hmm. And he's uh. Just simply put, he busts out of this underground vault that he's been kept in for years. Yeah. So it's like that, but it's just a regular guy. Doomsday later killed. He gets into a big melee, a seven-issue long fight to the death with Superman and kills him. Mm. Anyway, it's a man like that. And, you know, he's hanging out with his friends. He makes some friends, some local hunters. And, you know, he's trying to relate to them for the first time. He gets a hard-on. He's so excited to be talking to people. And he's like, oh, my God, i got to show my friends this. He's like, guys, isn't this cool? And they're like, hey, oh, hey, hey. I don't want to see a cherry screamer. Mm. That's all I got. And then he kills Superman because he doesn't understand why people don't want to see his heart. <laughs> maybe he, maybe we make it scary and he kisses Superman at some point. Yeah. That's fucking boot shaking. All right, that's all I got for the day. All right. Oh God, how am I gonna turn noodles? Noodles on my lap. Oh wait, I have wireless mouse. All right, noodle, chill out. Noodle, what do you gotta say? Go and wrap up the episode. <laughs> you just looked at me. After licking the microphone. 
Okay, peace, y'all. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. What? Might, might change the release schedule going forward. I don't know. Yeah, how I'm, so? I'm starting school this next week. Uh-huh. I don't know how that's going to impact uh, recording or, like, the amount of time I have to do editing and stuff. Not that I really have to edit all that much. I pretty much just listen back to the episode and then maybe trim a couple things. Yeah. But, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see going forward. Maybe uh next episode date release date to to be determined. We'll we'll probably be good for next week, but we'll see. We'll okay. see. We'll see indeed. What time is it? Four fifty two.